The information provided herein is for training and educational purposes only and is not for solicitation. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program, brought to you by the Retirement Income Store and Matthew Johnson, owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management and author of The Capitalized Life. Are you living the life you want? Are you as prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. And welcome to this episode of The Capitalized Life and Retirement. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, Johnson Wealth and Income Management. This episode is powered by the Retirement Income Store, the place that retirees go for income. Well, today we're going to be talking about the topic of life insurance. Now, now, don't turn the radio off. Don't turn it down. I know that this is such a riveting topic, life insurance, right? No one likes to talk about life insurance, but I want to approach this topic today to talk to you about, yeah, some of the risks that exist within life insurance and some of the downers about life insurance. But if I can, I also want to show potentially some major benefits to life insurance and one that I think you're going to probably really start to appreciate. And that is the fact that life insurance is essentially your permission slip to have fun in retirement. Have you ever thought about that? So let's talk about life insurance. So many different people have heard of life insurance. Maybe they've got life insurance over the course of time. They've picked up, you know, several different policies and insurance agents are on every corner and they're good people. They know the importance of life insurance and protecting a person with the tool of life insurance is a very noble one. And I think that most people need to have life insurance in their life. But there's so many different varieties, so many different kinds of life insurance, and it gets very, very confusing. And today we've got life insurance companies that have bought out other life insurance companies. And maybe if you purchased a policy years and years ago, or if even you were fortunate enough that your parents purchased a life insurance policy, on your life when you were young. Chances are the insurance company that you're with has been bought out. It's changed names. It's gone through mergers. It's gone through acquisitions. And over the course of time, you've kind of lost, well, who the insurance company was that you're now with. So there's a couple of different things that we need to keep in mind. First and foremost, life insurance, to keep it simple, comes in really two different forms. It comes in the form of permanent, and it comes in the form of temporary. So you've probably heard the term whole life, whole life. And that kind of elicits this whole idea that if I buy life insurance, I'm going to have this policy my whole life. But that was one of the very first kinds of life insurance, and it has its pros, it has its cons. And so then over the course of time, life insurance companies came up with things called universal life life insurance. Well. Universal life life insurance, same thing, pros and cons, but it has different design than that of a whole life. Then after that came something called term insurance. Well, term insurance is life insurance, yes, but it is the temporary kind. Life insurance 
is something that you may not need for the rest of your life. Maybe you just need it to get you over the hump because you have a mortgage, you have a business debt, you have just debts in your life, and you know that if you can just make it the next 10, maybe 15, maybe 20 years, then the need for life insurance or as much life insurance isn't going to be there for you. So temporary life insurance is just there for a temporary period of time. That's the reason the term insurance is sold in blocks of five years. Five years, 10 years, 15 years, you get the idea. Then came the inception of something called the indexed UL. And to add even more complexity to the issue, the indexed UL was something that was basically pawned off or marketed as something that was permanent, but it was using the stock market in order to try to potentially get faster gains and accumulation of cash value inside the life insurance. And then last but not least, we're going to talk about variable life insurance. Now, why do you even care about life insurance? Well, maybe you don't, but maybe your family does. And so we want to talk about at least one of the basics of life insurance, which is that all life insurance, regardless of whether it's term insurance, whole life, universal life, indexed UL, maybe even variable, you're going to be in a position that if you pass away, if you've had the policy in force, it was in good standing and you died, it's going to be paying a death benefit. And that death benefit can be directed to your family, it can be directed to your state, it can be directed to a charity, it can be directed pretty much anywhere you want it to go. But here's the deal. The death benefit proceeds from the life insurance policy are going to be totally tax-free. And that means that no matter who or what receives those dollars from the life insurance policy, those dollars are going to be coming to that person or coming to that entity on a tax-free basis. I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value and we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. So let's talk about the design. When we talk about life insurance, we know that we've got those two different types. We've got the permanent and we've got the temporary. Today, I want to really focus on predominantly the permanent because you see the permanent life insurance is something that you buy with the expectation that it's going to be permanent. It's going to last the rest of your life. And whole life is one of the most, I would suggest, reliable types of life insurance that exist today. Whole life life insurance is really designed to be carried for the whole remainder of your life. But here's the thing. It is going to be expensive. But if you have a whole life life insurance policy, depending upon its design, it likely pays dividends. And you can have those dividends sent to you, or you can use those dividends to buy what's called paid-up additions. That means that the death benefit as you age it continues to increase and get bigger and bigger. Now, if you have a premium, if you have a bill to pay for this whole life life insurance, one of the things that I've come across so often is that people don't understand if they have a whole life policy and they have dividends, 
and they want to try to get to a place where they no longer are having to pay a bill for the life insurance. They don't realize that they can ask the company to take the dividends that are being paid to them and have the dividends pay the premium. Now, essentially, you can have a life insurance policy that's still providing death benefit, totally tax-free protection on your life that would be payable to your children, payable to a spouse, payable to a charity or your estate or your business or for whatever reason, but you don't have to pay the premiums. Why? Because if the dividend is substantial enough to cover the premiums that you were paying, now you can shift that burden of responsibility over to the company and over to the dividends and have the dividends pay the premium for you. One of the other neat features of permanent life insurance is the fact that you will carry it for the rest of your life as long as it's designed properly. So let's talk about what happens if you've had a life insurance policy that potentially you've had for years and years and years and you've been paying it, but it wasn't a whole life policy. It was one of these things called a universal life or potentially even a variable policy. You see, universal life policies were the new kid on the block many years ago. It was the thing that was supposed to be better and supposed to be, well, more advantageous than that of the whole life. It had greater flexibilities. You could increase, you could decrease, you could stop altogether paying your premiums. And supposedly the cash value within inside the life insurance policy was going to then carry the policy by covering the cost. The company would just simply take the cost of the insurance from the cash value of the policy versus that of your pocket. But here's the problem. The problem is, is that so many of these policies were written back in the 80s and the 90s when interest rates were tremendously higher than they are today. And so the problem became that we were in a situation where when we first started our life insurance policy, we were paying a very small premium because the interest rates in that environment were extremely high. And the agent that sold the life insurance policy potentially told you, well, based upon cost of insurance and life expectancy and interest rates, you only have to pay this premium for this period of time and your policy will be self-sustaining. Well, did they tell you the truth? They sure did. Did they tell you the whole truth? Eh, kind of not, because here's the thing. If you have been in the experience that, say, nine out of 10 people have, where they purchased a life insurance policy and then somewhere along the line, either the agent that sold it retired or the company changed or the advisor just decided to change careers, you were left with this life insurance policy without an agent to service it. And so you get the statements once a year, but you don't really understand how to read the statements. And here's where the danger comes in. The danger could be that because interest rates have gone from where they were, which I remember as a small child seeing my dad's life insurance annual statement, and I remember seeing 12% rate of interest. Now, that didn't mean much to me then, but it means everything to me today. Because life insurance cash values and life insurance interest rates have changed drastically. We're no longer in a 12% interest rate environment. Now life insurance policies are paying us anywhere between 2 maybe 3 maybe 4% at the most. And what does it mean? It means that the cost of insurance has been continually going up every year as we aged. 
but our cash value inside that policy hasn't been accumulating at the rate of interest that it used to. And as a result, because you've never changed paying your premiums, now the cash value that was doing so well, that was growing, is now starting to shrink. And the problem becomes that when you run out of cash value in a permanent life insurance policy that is supposed to be permanent, sometimes the policy implodes and it dies before you do. Now, in the next section of our episode today, we want to talk about the dangers of that and what that means to you, but some of the solutions that potentially you can start to implement in order to solve this problem so that your life insurance lasts as long as you do. And then we're going to conclude by talking about the benefits of that life insurance policy for you in retirement. I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. Stick around. We'll bring this more into focus for you. If you are 65 or older and own a traditional IRA, 401k, or other retirement plan, you'll soon have to deal with your required minimum distributions, or RMDs. Suddenly, a portion of your tax-deferred savings will be taxable again, and the overall impact on your portfolio could be significant. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is putting on a free educational workshop on required minimum distributions Thursday, November 14th, 6.30 p.m. at North Iowa Area Community College. Reserve your seat at 866-290-3837. You'll learn how much you'll have to take out, how much tax liability they create, and how they impact your Social Security, plus so much more. So plan to attend this free educational workshop on required minimum distributions Thursday, November 14th, 6.30 p.m. at North Iowa Area Community College. Reserve your seat at 866-290-3837. That's 866 866- Two nine zero three eight three seven. The road to retirement is filled with twists and turns, and life's unexpected detours could easily throw you off course. That's why it's essential to work with a financial advisor who is also a fiduciary. A fiduciary experienced in helping clients navigate the complexities of retirement planning while helping you pay yourself first. The road to retirement now made simple. To learn more about the Retirement Income Store, call your local retirement income specialist, Matthew Johnson of Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Do you understand the difference between investing for growth and investing for income? That's okay. Most folks don't. Investing for growth is your typical Wall Street portfolio full of stocks and mutual funds. The problem is, in order to physically obtain any real money that you can use for your day-to-day expenses, you have to sell them, which means you don't own them anymore. So now you have either far less to generate that growth, or worse yet, you don't have anything left to create more growth for next month's expenses. 
On the other side of the coin, when you invest for income, your hard-earned retirement dollars are invested in products that may provide steady, predictable cash put directly into your bank account month after month to help provide for your retirement. For your free, no-obligation, growth versus income information kit, call 866-290-3837 to learn how to transform from your high-risk, big-fee Wall Street growth portfolio into a steady, predictable, income-generating retirement plan. Call 866-290-3837. That's 866 866- Two nine zero three eight three seven, or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. This episode, powered by the Retirement Income Store, the place that retirees go for income. So if you're just joining us, we're talking about, oh yes, the most riveting topic you can think about, life insurance. We talked about how life insurance comes in so many different forms and styles. We have permanent life insurance. We have temporary life insurance. But we've really been focusing our attention this morning on permanent life insurance. And there's a problem that is more or less an epidemic within this country, and that's the fact that so many people have permanent life insurance and they've been lulled into thinking that the word permanent means permanent. And sometimes it does, but all too often, based upon the design of life insurance that maybe you purchased or you were talked into purchasing, maybe that policy is going to reach a point where it's going to die before you do. And one of the major things that can affect life insurance, especially things called universal life or flexible premium life insurance or adjustable life insurance, is the fact that interest rates have declined so severely since the 1980s that the cash value within your life insurance policy is not growing at the rate that it once was. The insurance companies have continued to lower the rate of interest that your cash value has been accumulating at. And the problem is, is that whether you know this or whether you don't, the cost of insurance every year as you age, it gets higher and higher and higher. And if you've been paying the same old premium into the life insurance policy, cost of insurance has been going up every single year, but the cash value within your life insurance hasn't been growing as rapidly. At some point, you're going to reach this point within the policy where the cost of insurance is exceeding, it is more than what you're paying for premiums. Now, what does the company do when that point occurs? What they start doing is they start taking the excess or taking the necessary cost of insurance from the cash value. So the question becomes, well, what happens if my cash value doesn't keep up with what they're taking? Well, that's when the policy potentially dies before you do. And that's kind of a bummer, isn't it? Because now the insurance company is essentially off the hook. It means that you've paid these premiums all of your life or for a very long time, and the policy is now gone. And those premium dollars that you paid with the expectation that you would have life insurance, they're gone too. So may I encourage you that if you have life insurance policies, it is so important to 
keep track of those policies. It is so important to look at your life insurance annual statement and to observe what the cost of insurance is doing. And if it's all Greek to you, if you don't understand what's happening, I encourage you to reach out to me. I'll take a few moments and help you understand whether your policy is doing well or your policy isn't. And oh, by the way, there's something that is so important that we can do to really dial in whether this policy is worth you keeping or the policy is worth you replacing. And it's something called the Enforce Illustration. It's like an EKG for a life insurance policy. And every policy owner has the right to request one of these. If you have a permanent life insurance policy, it has cash value in it. You can contact your insurance company and you can ask them directly to send you an Enforce Illustration. And that Enforce Illustration has to show you based upon what's happening here today and in the future, whether they expect your policy to last. And if your policy is worth saving, I encourage you to save it because people ask me, well, Matthew, what's the very best kind of life insurance I can have? Well, quite honestly, it's the kind that's enforced when you die. I don't care if it's term. I don't care if it's permanent. I don't care what design it is. As long as it's enforced when you die, that's the most important kind to have. That's the most valuable type because it's going to pay a death claim. But if you essentially outlive the life insurance, then that's where we have a problem because the policy and the policy premiums that you paid were for naught. Give me a call. Telephone number is 866-290-3837. Again, that number is 866-290-3837. Now, is there any other types of policies out there that have problems? And the answer is yes. You may be an individual who was talked into purchasing something that was called the variable life insurance policy. And the reason that I say it the way that I do is because I have seen too many cases of variable life insurance policies that were sold by an optimistic advisor or an agent that said, well, this is the best of both worlds. You get the death benefit, but you also get all of the gains of the stock market. That's not entirely true. And in fact, the volatility within the stock market today, I don't have to tell you how volatile the stock market is. You know how it's affecting your stocks and your stock mutual funds. Let me ask you, do you want that same kind of volatility and risk to exist within your own life insurance policy? If the stock market declines, do you really want to watch the cash value within your life insurance policy decline and potentially run the risk that you may run out of cash value and run out of death benefit before you run out of life? It was okay if you were playing that game when you were 30. It was okay if you were playing the game when you were 40 and even 50. But do you really want to play that game with a life insurance company? Do you really want to play chicken with the stock market within something as valuable as your life insurance? Only you can answer that question. If you have a variable life insurance policy, you may be at risk of the very thing that we're talking about today. And that's running out of death benefit before you run out of life. So if that's something that you'd want to avoid, I encourage you to be proactive. You see, it's okay for you to have an offensive coordinator that you rely most upon. But the closer to retirement you get, the closer to death you get, the more implementation of defensive coaching you need. And if you've purchased the life insurance policy and you don't know how it's performing and you don't 
understand everything that you see on the statement, then may I encourage you, potentially a second set of eyeballs would be a good idea for you. So let's presume that you understand the importance of life insurance, but how does it affect your retirement? Well, here's the neat thing. If you have a life insurance policy or multiple life insurance policies, and you've done a good job of making certain that these policies are going to pay a death benefit, that they are well-groomed, well-taken care of, they are well-maintenanced, and the company that you have is a good quality company that's going to be able to pay the death claim as it says that it will. Understand that life insurance is not just death benefit, but life insurance is a real benefit to you in retirement because you see, so many people today don't feel that they've saved the kind of money that they should have saved for retirement. They went through the first major correction of the stock market at the turn of the century, and it put them behind. They went through the 2007 and eight, and they lost even more money, and it put them behind. Well, if you have life insurance, or even if you don't have life insurance, please consider the fact that life insurance is your permission slip to have fun. Because you see, it then affords you the opportunity to be able to use up the money that you've saved for retirement. That way, you understand that you can use your own resources, you can use your 401k, you can use your IRAs, you can use your non-tax qualified and your Roth dollars to enjoy your retirement, to do the things that you want to do, to take the trips, to spoil the grandbabies, to volunteer knowing that when you pass away, the resources that you've used up doing the things that brought you the greatest satisfaction and the smiles and the memories, that money will be replaced by the death benefit paid by the life insurance policy. You see, it's your permission slip. I even have clients today, and this is an interesting strategy, that have worked with their children to pay the premium on the life insurance policy. And trust me, the children are happy to pay the life insurance premium. Why? Because they understand that now if they pay the premium, they know the premium will be paid. Number two, they know that if they pay the premium and the policy is in force and is being taken care of, that when mom and dad die, they're going to get a chunk of money that is totally tax-free. What's the alternate to that? Well, the alternate is that when mom and dad die, the children end up receiving IRA money, pre-tax money, money that is all taxable, that's never seen the light of day. And when they get that money, they themselves will have to pay all of the taxes on all of that money. So let me ask you, if you were a child and mom or dad dies, would you rather get taxable money or would you rather get tax-free money? So this idea of life insurance technically doesn't even have to cost you anything. Well, let's say you're not that type. Let's say that you know the value of life insurance. You see the estate planning benefits of it. You also see this whole idea that life insurance could allow you the permission slip to spend all of your money, knowing that the kids will still get a legacy. But you're not quite willing to turn over the premiums to them. Maybe they just don't have good enough jobs or you know their situation. Well, may I encourage you to consider the strategy of investing for income. Because can you imagine all of your retirement savings earning you four, five, six, maybe even 7% interest in dividends, income that you can spend if you wish, income that you can save in 
reinvest for more income later. But what if between Social Security and all the other sources of income, what if you just took a small portion of the income that your principal was producing for you and you used that principal and the income from it to pay the premiums for that life insurance policy? You probably know the rules. When you turn 70 and a half, you have required minimum distribution. So maybe even if you don't need the income, you know that the government is going to force you to take a portion of your retirement assets every single year when you turn 70. What if instead of just putting those dollars in the bank making zero, you took those dollars and used them to pay for a life insurance policy so that when you passed away, your spouse, your kids, and your grandkids could enjoy tax-free money? Things for thought, things that will help you expand and capitalize on your retirement, not only for yourself, but also for the legacy that you leave behind. Well, I hope you found this episode to be intriguing and that it's given you a little bit of food for thought. If you have questions, I encourage you to reach out to me, 866-290-3837. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And remember, this episode is powered by the Retirement Income Store, the place that retirees go for income. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Brought to you by the Retirement Income Store. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. 